What is going on, my real estate investing friends? I wanted to jump in here and tell you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I seriously hope that it brings you an insane amount of value in order for you to be able to crush it in your marketing for your active real estate investing business. This show is specifically here to educate real estate investors on amping up their marketing. So more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you are either already an active investor or you're wanting to jump in, you're doing a little bit of educating for yourself. Uh, so if you're either of those and you enjoy this show, you're gonna wanna subscribe to the REI Marketing weekly email newsletter. Yes, I know that's a mouthful, but it is totally worth it because that's where this show kind of derived from. And in that newsletter, it's 100% value content and it's got four segments in each newsletter that goes out every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time about crushing it in your real estate investing business marketing. Uh, we have segments where I myself give a marketing tip. We have a segment for a marketing update or a how-to. So if there's something that's new on like Facebook or a new algorithm, them for Google or something like that. We talk about that or there's a new platform that comes out. We also do a lot of how to's and then we have a segment specifically for somebody that is in an active real estate investing business crushing it in some form of their marketing efforts and that's where this show comes in. So we're literally stripping the audio from that interview and putting it into this show. So there's that segment on the email newsletter and then there's a segment specifically for a tool or a resource that you're able to use in your marketing. So in order to get to this, go to colormedia.com slash subscribe, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. So colormedia.com slash subscribe. Make sure that you do that. Do not miss out on it because it's a great newsletter, 100% value. There's no selling in there. And you guys are gonna learn so much from that. It's just an extension of this podcast and for you guys to be able to go deeper into your marketing and get all these little tips here and there that are gonna help you stand out in your market. So again, thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure that you share it around with your friends. I seriously appreciate it if you do. Leave a review if you're able to, and then I hope you enjoy. Let's get started with today's Who's Crushing It segment. Let's go. Welcome back to the REI Marketing Weekly. It's your host, Josh Culler with Color Media and REI.video. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm excited about the guests that we've got on the show today. Dan Schwartz, CEO of Investor Fuse. Man, I'm excited to have you on. I don't know why I haven't had you on before, but we're going to we're gonna get you back on again. I haven't even, we haven't even gotten past <laughs> this first episode, but we're going to have you back again. But Dan, thanks for jumping on the show, man. What's going on? Dude. Good to see you, Josh. Thanks for having me. Is it because that I shred on the guitar? You're up in the studio right now. <laughs> yeah. The podcast and the, um, the musical studio, right? So Yeah, man. This is my creative space. So Dan's just recording some, some records right now, getting it going. You know, he's going to put this out on a, on a label. We're, you guys are going to be able to listen to his songs on Spotify and everything. He's got the drum set, the Peloton, so we're good. <laughs> so anyway, Dan, I appreciate you being on. Um, like I said, guys, Dan is the CEO of Investor Fuse. They um, incredible, incredible platform for anybody that's out there that's a real estate investor, an active real estate investor. Um, to be able to manage all your data, your marketing, and all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to have him talk about that in just a second. They also do have a podcast and a really good um, resources library on the website as well. So obviously, like always, guys, everything that we talk about in the actual episode is going to be linked in the description below. And something brand new that I've not got the opportunity to talk about on the show before is that we finally have launched, launched REIMarketingWeekly.com, which is the 
uh, our website for the podcast, basically. But you're going to be able to go over there and get all the show notes for each and every episode. So we backlogged every single episode we've already done. So you'll be able to go back and find uh, resources for everything. You'll be able to get all the web, the, the, all the websites, tools, resources, everything that people have mentioned on the show. Um, so you guys can make sure you take advantage of that. So reimarketingweekly.com is where you can go check that out. Um, but then also going into it, if you haven't already, make sure you have checked out rei.video, brand new platform from Color Media. You can shoot your own videos, whether that's with your cell phone, camera, or whatever, or a webcam, you know, like we're on Zoom right now. Send those over to rei.video. We'll edit those, produce them up however you want. You can add closed captions, music, um, videos, video titles, graphics, wrappers, all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's edited and sent back to you in less than 48 hours, unlimited revisions. So you get exactly what you're looking for and exactly what you want. So go check it out. If you haven't already, use coupon code FIRSTVID at checkout for 50% off your first order. So you can try it out that way. Again, rei.video, go check it out. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the episode here today. Mandy, I'm excited to have you on the show. Um, our paths have crossed multiple times, I have a couple uh, conversations on the phone where, where we just realized we're on the, in the same mastermind, the family mastermind with Matt Andrews. I'm excited right. to be on there. He's going to be on the show at, at some point. I keep bugging him about it, but I'm going to get him on here. Um, yeah. but Dan, do me a favor for the people that don't know who you are, um, don't know what Investor Fuse is. Go ahead and talk about that a little bit about the origin story of Dan Schwartz and then Investor Fuse. Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate this outlet. I know a lot of our clients that we help actually use you for their mm -hmm. testimonial videos and their client videos. And just to, just to kind of give you some social proof, like a lot of the influencers in my circle also use Josh. So he's good peeps. He delivers a quality product and definitely check his stuff out. Appreciate it. Um, InvestorFuse is a lead conversion system. So it's actually not a marketing platform. And we'll talk about kind of what, what the difference is. Awesome. But I started in this business in 2011 wholesaling myself while on tour, actually, playing drums in a band. Awesome. And because I wasn't able to actually be on the ground, I was forced to get really good at systems and creating processes and, and weaving together people plus technology to get deals done while I was out jamming out. Mm -hmm. And that sort of led me to obsess about just creating really awesome technology that helps investors sell pretty much because what good is a bunch of marketing if you can't actually close the deal. Right. So it started out on Podio, which I'm sure a lot of your list listeners use Podio. We actually turned that into a monthly subscription service then created our own software based on what we created in Podio and then eventually created our own standalone system that we're releasing actually in the process of right now. It's called IF3. Think of it as a insurance policy for your marketing campaigns. So it helps you capture, qualify, follow up automatically, and just gives your sales team a process to take those deals down. And that's what we uh, help our, our clients do. We have you know, several hundred, over 500 people on the platform now. We've been around for a couple of years, and really our whole mission is just to help real estate investors be entrepreneurs at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. So even before I met Dan, I had heard everything about Investor Fuse um, way back in the day when I was doing, uh, when I was marketing director for the wholesale company I was working with, um, I had heard about Investor Fuse and um, it was in his baby stages at that point, but definitely checked it out and we used it for a little bit and um, got some really good value out of it. But I also like, likewise, I know tons of people that use Investor Fuse, some of my clients do. Um, and so definitely a good platform and you guys need to go check it out. 
Uh, so something interesting that you said was that there's a, and, and there is, there's a difference between just marketing and lead conversion. Right. Um, but obviously lead conversion and conversion in general, it falls under the marketing umbrella, but it's got its own silo um, yeah. inside of that. And so that's kind of the conversation, the, the direction of the conversation we're going to point in uh, today mm -hmm. for this episode, guys. So Dan, let's talk about that. So the difference between just marketing your services or your products. I mean, again, like, you know, the audience that's listening right now is primarily going to be active real estate investors. Mm -hmm. So their services are going to be to either buy your home or the disposition side to sell a wholesale deal or sell a flip, a retail flip or whatever. When it comes down to the actual conversion, what are things that people need to be thinking about that maybe that aren't coming up a lot? Maybe it's questions that people aren't asking. Maybe it's, you know, the, the questions that you're your customer base or whatever aren't thinking about that is extremely vital to think about. Cause as we know, a lot of business owners, they're not marketers. They're just really good at bootstrapping and doing things themselves, but they don't necessarily know marketing extremely well. And on top of that, they don't know conversion well. So how does all that integrate with each other? What are you thinking about when it comes to conversion? Yeah, for sure. I believe that the biggest secret to marketing is that there is no secret to marketing and that consistency and tracking are really the keys to making it work. Yes. I think of marketing like just the science experiment. Like nobody knows really what's going to work. There's definitely those tried and true ways to do it. But at the end of the day, it's just like get a hold of someone consistently over time, offer them your help if they need it, and do this systematically consistently over time, and you'll eventually figure it out the, the, the secret, you know, which is going to be different for every business. And when it comes to like lead generation, which is the stuff that you focus on, and I'm sure like, most of the real estate world really focuses on lead generation, on, yep. like doing the RBM blast and doing the direct mail and PPC and Facebook ads and how do you get all this inbound coming in? But that doesn't really make a difference unless you're actually nurturing these leads uh, opportunities over time. Mm -hmm. So lead conversion is the process of capturing attributing to where that lead came from and then tracking that all the way through the, the pipeline, we call it. So the pipeline meaning qualification stage, then it turns into due diligence and then you're pursuing it as an appointment then you're putting it under contract or it's in this follow-up loop where you're just nurturing that lead in a, in a personalized way over time based on their situation. Mm -hmm. And that's like the pipeline piece that a lot of lead generation people are, are missing out on that we really focus on because at the end of the day, the leads fall through the cracks and follow up. Yeah. Most people just want to make money on that first call that calls in and they're ready to close the deal. But the majority of your income as a, as an acquisitions person, as a dispositions person that's trying to network for buyers is going to come in the second and third and fourth and fifth and seventh, uh, outreach to that person. So really having a, a automated way that, that only involves the human at the point that it's needed is what technology can be used for, for lead conversion. And while you're doing this, you're also tracking the KPIs. So you're tracking what your cost per contract is, your cost per deal, your cost per appointment, your cost per lead, obviously. So it kind of bridges the gap between lead generation and then lead conversion is where you're actually tracking what campaigns are actually giving you the most deals for the least amount of money. Mm -hmm. And then by principle of the 80-20 principle, like 80% of your deals are going to come from 20% of your marketing efforts. So you can't find out that unless you're actually tracking the stats about your marketing all the way through to the point you're getting into a contract. And that's the difference really between 
successful, like six figure a month investors and people that are just throwing stuff up against the wall and hoping that they get a paycheck. Yeah. And especially right now in the time we're in, I mean, depending on when this episode goes out, we're recording this in the middle of April right now still. And I feel like like the last, I don't know, 15, 20 episodes that I've recorded have been within the last month because of me not traveling. So I'm just loading up a bunch of interviews, but um, regardless of the fact, like right now is a time where you can be doing a lot of testing with your marketing. You can be um, going out on different limbs and doing that, but you still got to make sure you're juicing out as much potential with those marketing dollars as possible. And the only way you can actually determine if that's working or not is by tracking your numbers. Um, So one thing I really want to hash down on, and we're going to circle back around to kind of the follow-up thing. I want to kind of tail off of that uh, towards the end of the, the episode here but I want to lay the foundation. So when you're tracking your marketing, what are some things that you are looking at in order to determine and make decisions on if marketing that you're doing is working or not, whether that's running Facebook ads, PPC, direct mail, text, cold calling, whatever. Um, What kind of numbers are you looking at in order to make that decision on whether they're to cut the cord or keep the train moving? Yep. So we can kind of walk through the pipeline from the moment that that a lead is generated and figure out what the signs are, if this is working or not. The first sign is how many qualified leads are coming from this batch of total prospects you're marketing to. Because if you're doing an RVM blast to absentee owners with 80% equity, but they all tell you to F off, then you're probably not tuned into the right market. So you need to look at your messaging and you need to try it again, but do a different message. Maybe you have to tailor it more towards what's happening in the world right now. You need to tailor your, your targeted list. So really you'll find out how effective your marketing is if you're not getting any qualified leads. And we define a qualified lead as a person that is interested in selling their house Mm -hmm. at, at any point in time, whether it's right now or until, until they show that they're interested, they're still just a prospect. They're not at that point a lead yet. Yeah prospect or a non-lead or a lead, whatever you want to call it. We, we call a qualified lead an opportunity inside of IF3 and investor fees because it kind of is, it's an opportunity for you to monetize and help someone. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing you want to look for is just the quality of your leads. Are they actually qualified? The second thing is uh, being able to get a hold of them or not. I think you, you see this a lot in the lead gen space. People spend so much money just like dumping money into texts and, and yeah. RBMs and direct mail for people that just aren't there or never will get back to yeah. you. So that's not an effective use of your money. So you want to make sure that you're going to get a hold of those people. And those two signs can kind of right away help you dial in Absolutely. your targeting. Yeah. And then when we get further down the pipeline, it's all about follow-up. So at this point, it's just more about the art of follow-up and uh, like rapport building. People will work with you because you uh, approach them in a personalized way, because you approach them in a professional way. You didn't confuse them. I think that's important. Too many investors will lose the bit, will lose business because they just confuse the seller. Like throwing all these fancy terms like owner financing and stuff at them. You need to speak at their at their level of understanding. Um, so let's, let's dissect that a little bit more because this is what I'm obsessed with. This is what content marketing is. This is content marketing is what I do. This is what my mm-hmm. entire team of eight color media team members do is content marketing. Yep. And with content marketing, you're able to break that down for your consumer and tell them basically like, here is what a real estate investor is. Here is what 
um, costs are going to be involved with selling your property to us or through a realtor, like stuff like that and breaking it down into their language. So in a world where like everybody wants to automate every single thing they do in marketing, you've got AI, you've got bots, you've got, you know, all kinds of automation that is involved, which is necessary. At what point are you bringing in a human being and allowing them to like just emotionally and verbally connect with a seller in order to be able to answer those questions for them and break down the process for them. Cause this is all like yeah. sellers are not familiar with selling their properties to investors. They're, they're familiar with selling it with a realtor because that's the mm -hmm. traditional route. So how do you dice that up for, um, for, for in, in, inside of your pipeline? Yeah. So it's true content, whether, whether it's a simple text message or a video or a yeah. PDF describing how to work with an investor is going to be needed in some fashion from the point of generation all the way through to closing. Like even after the appointment, you, you might want to leave like an offer leave behind that to kind of gives a, a breakdown of what the offer means, what it, what it means for them from a tax perspective, perspective. What are the steps to closing? All that stuff is super useful to help or their even understanding. Just the conversation but from a have, from a content perspective, when it comes to uh, follow up, you're gonna want to use automation as a way to enhance the human component of the business. Sure, absolutely, and and it's even just the conversation that you're gonna have with 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 the person that is on the other line. Like, hey, hey, Dan, one second. Am I coming through clear? Am I freezing up at all? Uh, it froze up for like one second, but you're good now. Okay. That was weird. Yeah. Cause you froze. I, it's, I guarantee for some reason, my internet's been so jumpy lately. I don't know why. Okay. I can go back uh, to the last thing I said. I think I got it. Um, but yeah, if you could do that one more time, just talk about like, just, just run that back through just so I make sure I got it. Yeah. Um, that would be helpful. So just jump right into it and I'll cut it this up. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the point of automation is to enhance the human element of your business. And you can use automation all the way up to the point of uh, first capture. So when a lead calls in, I think it's vital right now for you to have a human on the phone as soon as humanly possible. Uh, because people will only want to talk to a bot until they actually want to talk to a person. Right. So you can use a bot to sort of qualify and such, but people are going to want to talk to a person at some point. So the sooner you bring in that personal touch, the better. I'm even making a prediction that uh, personalized video is going to be huge in the marketing and lead conversion process. If you can make a little video to your seller saying, Hey, it's Dan with Dan buys houses. Just wanted to check in on your property. And now it's kind of a crazy time. I can give you some options. Give me a call at this number. Yeah. Send like that personalization is key right now. And it can just be, you can use automation as a framework and as a step-by-step where you like, for instance, in an IF3, you just have a list of actions that you have to complete that day. So you just run through your list of actions and a lot of them are just manual reach outs, but it's, it's important to have a system of records. So you're not relying on memory to yeah. be a salesperson. Yeah, absolutely. So automation and marketing automation in marketing is not meant to replace a human being. Um, which I think a lot of businesses get wrong. They want to automate everything. They want to, the, the entire step of the process. Now I do agree. I think you should automate as much as you possibly can, but at the end of the day, you got to remember it's a human to human interaction that is truly going to get that deal closed. Um, whereas, you know, you know, you have people like myself, like I don't like going into grocery stores. You know, I've used Instacart for, you know, two years. 
Um, you know, when I go to Target, I go directly to the self-checkout as opposed to going to, uh, you know, even if there's a line at self-checkout as opposed to going to the cashier, I'll still go to self-checkout. Like, I just don't like interaction in yeah. that form. And, you know, when I call yeah. AT&T to figure out what's wrong with my internet, I'm hitting zero 30 times in order to get connected with somebody directly. But there's different ways people interact, which is important. This is why it's important to understand and know your audience, though. Because um, cool. you're able to adjust your marketing and the automation according to the way that they respond and react. Um, yeah. So again, that's tracking, right? So, um, so let's let's close this out. I've got you know about five to ten minutes left with you. Um, I want to be able to talk a little bit about follow up, which we've we've gone into a little bit here in the last five minutes or so. But there's something that is going around a lot lately uh, that I've heard, and before before this, I would say probably the last five or six months. Uh, five or six months, I have heard that, you know, there's a magic number for, follow you got, you got to touch people seven times in order um, for them to be even interested in your service or whatever. And for them to sell you a property and that kind of thing. Like, I, I agree that there's a certain number that you should hit, but at the same time, in the last five or six months, I've heard people going around and saying like, you know what, it truly, as long as you keep that follow-up going, it, there's really not a magic number. It's a, that's a myth because you, you are going to close the deal when the seller is good and ready to close that, sell that deal to you. So it's not like a magic number of seven or whatever. So what, what is your thoughts on that specifically? Yeah. Yeah. This goes back to what I said before the whole, like there's no secret. This, the real secret is consistency yeah. and ideally having a team executing it instead of you so that you get out of your own way. This is, the business owners that are in the audience. Um, the magic of follow-up is just doing it consistently and doing it in a personalized way until they tell you to stop contacting them until they sell their house or until they want to work with you. And it needs to be done tastefully. Obviously you don't want to spam people, but there isn't like a magic window of time or number of time. The, that is less important than just doing it at all. Sure. So I think people really overcomplicate it. Oh, yeah. It is important to have different messaging though, based on different situations. So you yeah. need to speak to people based on their situation. Cause if you're talking to a probate lead about, you know, just like standard, we buy house cash messaging, yeah. it's not really going to resonate with them. So you do need to have different tailored sequences. So for instance, in our system, we give people a cold lead follow-up, a warm lead follow-up, hot lead follow-up, different types of follow-up based on the, motivation levels. And that's a good way to kind of start thinking about how to make your, your sequences a little bit more personalized, but that yeah. the, the work involved of tailoring the messages to the, the situation is going to yield you so much, so much more money and engagement with the seller over time. Remember, most of the deals are going to come from follow-up. So you need to put work into these sequences. And it surprises me how many people don't really do that. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's because they want that return immediately. Like yeah. that's just human nature. They want return because people think that, you know, a lot of times and, and, and a lot of times advertising can convert pretty quickly, especially if you have an online platform. Right. But at the same time, if you're, I believe if you're providing more of a service type product, if you want to call it that, which is like what real estate investors provide to sellers, um, you have to be a lot more tender to the process. And, I've always said that follow-up is not sales, it's marketing. And I think that that's true because you have to stay consistent with them, which like you just said, marketing is something where you just got to stay consistent with it. There's not a secret sauce. There's not a, 
a, you know, a, a three-step process to close it. Like that, that yeah. doesn't exist. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you went into that. So I'm going to have to wrap this up with you, Dan, but I want to give you one more opportunity. If there's something that we have not talked about marketing wise, it could be anything, maybe not just, you know, related to investor fees or follow-up systems, automation, stuff like that. Anything in marketing that we have not talked about that you want to leave on the table for the listeners, what do you got? Yeah, I think a lot of the newer investors believe that the, the most successful investors have a secret strategy that they got to before them. And that success is just being able to find the secret gold nugget before, before the next person. And that you just need to, that's a false way of thinking about marketing. You really need to think about the first principles of marketing, which is just contacting people, speaking at their level of understanding and following up with them until they're ready to work with you. Uh, everything else that you are chasing is merely just a distraction from the actual work that you need to be doing which is building systems to do this repeated, repeatedly. And I believe that uh, the shiny object syndrome is the thing that's going to wipe out a lot of people right now. Yes. Yep. So really just focus on two or three strategies that uh, you know is working in your market right now. And just like we said in the beginning, run science experiments on these strategies until something sticks, track your metrics through to the end. And that's how you're going to find your, your winning strategies. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's such a good point. Very, very well articulated piece of advice for everybody. So, and that's not just for new investors. That's for people that, you know, I know several people that um, have come to me with questions like that, where they had shiny object, object syndrome, whether that was like, they looked at somebody else in another market and like, well, this guy's doing this and getting all kinds of results for here. And I'm like, that that's him and he's in a different market. So it's not necessarily going to work for you. Yeah. Um, so you gotta, you gotta just know your marketing, stay consistent with it, know your audience, and then just keep your messaging in line with the, the direct pain points that you're going after. So, and, and if you're discouraged about your marketing, you ask yourself, is this just a bad strategy mm. or yeah. is it, am I just not being consistent enough? Cause it's one of the two. It's good. That is a good point. I love that, man. That was uh, mic drop. We're, we're, we're done. We're done with the podcast. Okay. Um, but Dan, man, I appreciate you uh, sharing everything. Seriously appreciate your time and being willing to jump on here with us and share everything that you have. I do want to give you the opportunity. If somebody were to con want to connect with you or learn more about investor fuse, what's the best way to make that happen? Whether you want to leave an email address, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever, um, just give it to us. How could somebody connect with you and learn more? Best way is to go to investorfuse.com. You can check out the new platform on there, book a demo, see if it's going to work for you. And then we'll go from there. If you want to reach out to me specifically, I talk less about the software, more about entrepreneurship. You can reach out to Dan at investorfuse.com and I'm happy to uh, see your situation and see if I can help you at all. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that. And then also you guys, they do have a podcast. So go check that out. Uh, quite a few episodes that would be valuable 80, for you. 8020 real estate show. Yep. yep. 8020 real estate show. You'll see a link to the podcast on investorfuse.com. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have all of that link below for you guys. So you get to that easily in the description. So make sure you check that out again. I appreciate it, Dan. Thanks so much for being on the show. Look forward to having you back again soon. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate you, man. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode of the REI Marketing Weekly. Thank you so much for jumping on and joining us today. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you have. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, head over to the review page for the show. Leave us a five-star review. Be much appreciated with your feedback. If you have any questions, reach out to me, josh at colormedia.com. Make sure you are checking out rei.video. 
again, if you haven't used it yet, first vid at coupon uh, for, for the coupon at checkout and 50% off your first project. So make sure you take advantage of that. And then go check out reimarketingweekly.com, brand new website that's got all the show notes up there so you can get fully immersed with the show. Thanks for joining us for today and I'll catch you on the next one. See you later.